0: to, I'd like to return to the classics, the show that talks about how to have fun in the past. My name is Ahmad Ifaldi, and I'll be your host for tonight. Mm, how did we have fun in the past? Most of what we consider fun back in the past was distractions actually. We like to see people fighting in celluloids so that we can forget about our own fights in real life or perhaps we just sometimes we like to listen to magnetic tapes of recordings of people expressing themselves and well that's basic basically what we know now as music Um, overall they consist of us getting a distraction from someone else's work of art or expressions to distract ourselves from what problem we, ha- we might have in real life wasn't pretty period that was even sometimes it's too much of a distraction that some people just don't like it for example back then we used to debate about where to put radio in our motor car well the debate is certainly been done already and it's been decided now isn't it we, we all have uh, radio in our electric vehicles now we don't, certainly don't use water anymore now back then the pioneer was a car was a car company from i think it was michigan usa there was these two brothers they were creating this tube radio to put inside a car back in 1928 they named the company after motorcar and victorola motorola yeah that's where the name came from. It's not the name of a person, as some might suggest. Ah, the memories. Hmm. Memories, memories, memories. Have you ever wondered if, you know, some memories are good, but some are quite harmful that you just want them deleted from your life so that you can move on? well the french director Michel gondry had the same question back in the early 2000s and he made it into a movie called the eternal sunshine of the spotless mind well i really don't want to review the film i mean i don't want to get political here I won't give you the score today, I'll just talk about what I enjoy and what I can take from the movie. Well, imagine a world where you can delete and keep whichever memory you desire. Perhaps you want some harmful memories deleted so you can move on with life. The death of a pet, a harmful love affair perhaps. Well, the movie explores this premise by putting us inside the mind of Joel Barish, our protagonist. Not really. He was our protagonist for like first five minutes of the movie or so. Mind you, the movie starts in mid stress It starts in the middle and then we get to learn what events leads to that particular situation shortly after the intro scene we are introduced to our real protagonist well it's still Joel Barris, but it's not the Joel Beres that you see in the beginning he's in the middle of the procedure of having some of his memories deleted memories of his former lover and then we get to see inside the insides of his mind, his cognitive self, himself but one that how he imagines himself to be, not his real self mind you, now he wasn't alone inside his cognition mind you, he had obviously his cognitive self of his former lover, And we begin with the couple falling out of love. And well, he just went with the procedure at that point. But as we get to the middle, I think it was about the... mm, one hour mark or so, he suddenly wanted the, the procedure to be stopped. Because he thought that some memories are just too valuable to be deleted no mind you the movie was only one hour and around 30 minutes so at the one hour mark it was around the time that the movie was coming to conclusion well i don't want to spoil the story for you but in the end both joel and his former lover they met up and his former lover who by the way had the same procedures done to her it was oblivious of the fact that both of them had some history with each other now one thing led to another and joe met up with his former lover in free life after the procedure had been done mind you that by the way his former lover also had the same procedure done to her so they both had no recollection of what had happened between them so they met they reintroduced themselves and well, they just acted like nothing had happened Just beautiful in my opinion but in the end the company that was doing the procedures released the fact that they both had their memories erased and they had recordings of what each of them thought about one another and it was quite hurtful for each of the parties but in very end of the movie that was this some kind of philosophical question from Joel's former lover she said something like well you don't see anything wrong with me right now but you will to which Joel just replied okay as if he's willingly accepting that that might be a possibility. Now, the movie had an uh, open ending to which you can interpret however you like it. Whether you want Joel and his former lover to be back together or not, it's all up to you because it's an open ended movie. But it's back to the question that mm, is someone only what we think they ought to be? or do they have much more dimensions to them? I think I'm with you on this one. If by any chance in a hypothetical situation, I could get my memories erased, then if I met the person whose memories of them I have erased, I'm willing to accept the fact that perhaps I will come to the same conclusion as before about them. That's certainly a possibility, but that's what it is, a possibility. We can choose however we live our lives. We can determine whether we want to chase something whether we want to do something or not and sometimes in a different context we might make different decisions decisions that which might or might not lead to a different result But, well what this movie teaches us in my opinion is that the mind can be a very powerful thing. Sometimes it overwhelms us. Sometimes what we see in a person is how we thought how they ought to be, not not their real self. And perhaps it's just not how we are supposed to see someone. They are not just a figment of our imagination. They are a person as well. Whether they might hurt us again. Whether they will make us feel sad again in the future. That's a possibility. That's just a possibility. It's not a certainty. It's not like a predetermined fate. So you see well it is a very tempting idea to <laughs> erase memories of someone or something that had hurt us in the past well it's not really possible even in the year 2020 right now but let's just say that it's a possibility well, make us move on with life and be ignorant of what had happened to us back in the past. But problem is if in hypothetical situation we can have that procedure done to us, we wouldn't learn, we wouldn't have the lessons, that the memories had taught us. And I think that's the point of the movie. We cannot learn if we have our memories erased. And no matter how harmful it is for us, how harmful memories are for us, they make us what we are now. They're not just there to harm us. There are also lessons that we can use. So that we can grow ourselves. You know what? It's the funny thing is about this movie. It was adapted from a poem. Uh, four la. It's about, you know, four sentences long but then it was made into a 90 minutes feature film the poem was by Alexander Pope it goes something like how happy is the blameless, festal slot the world forgetting by the world forget eternal sunshine of the spotless mind its prayer accepted And it will resign. And well, yes. If you are ignorant, you will always be happy, but you won't learn a thing or two about the world, about yourself, about someone else, about how you should or could relate your life in the future. And that's perhaps is why the movie is very good. For me. (laughs) All right. That would be all for this session, and we'll be back after the break. We'll
1: be back after we have taken the call to rest. Hmm. Remember the Alamo, remember the Sabbath day, and keep it holy. But why remember a destructive love affair? Here at Lacuna, we have perfected a safe, effective technique for the focused erasure of troubling memories. Our patented non-surgical procedure will rid you of painful memories and allow you a new and lasting peace of mind you never imagined possible. Don't forget, with Lacuna, you can forget.
0: Next up we have Sin Lennon's Friendly Fire, an album from 2006. It was an indie pop rock, experimental sometimes album, and um, very poetic, it's uh, somewhat of a sombre ensemble. really really enjoyable and it's it proves that even when you're sad you can express yourself to make something that's enjoyable by everybody the album starts on a very poetic note while the theme was suddenly friendly fire when you shoot someone that is in the same team as you and perhaps the other team was how the artist is love he uses quite a lot of metaphor love is a hurricane it's a dangerous game yeah nothing good comes out of it in his opinion at the time perhaps <laughs> and that would be all the time we have for today tune in next week for another trip down memory lane with Ahmad Ivaldi where you can learn about how to have fun in the past this is Sin Lennon with Parachute love is
2: like a never